This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Let me talk to you about a, a new sponsor. It's called Barrel Buddy. Uh, Barrel Buddy is uh, really, really a great service. I don't know if you, you clean your guns. It's a mess. You get the little patches and you, you know, the snake and everything. Oh, I hate it, and it just doesn't ever seem to really get the job done. Barrel Buddy is a different way to clean your barrel. It will revolutionize your gun cleaning experience in a very simple but important way. Barrel Buddy pushes uh, outward to fill the interior of your gun's barrel, which cleans the rifling grooves as well as the rest of the barrel's surface. It's a 3D cylinder made up of polymers that don't leave behind any residual particles. So it's no mess. It uh, cleans by scrubbing and collecting particulates and absorbs any remaining residue and buffs the interior surface clean. If you're serious about taking good care of your guns, Barrel Buddy is amazing. BarrelBuddy.com. Go there now. BarrelBuddy.com. BarrelBuddy.com. America, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. There is a lot on the plate today. We get to it in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about Legacy Box. As you get older, your memories, even the ones you cherish of your own life and the lives of your kids start to fade. Unfortunately, things like old VHS tapes work the same way your brain does. All of the old photographs, they begin to fade. Uh, VHS and uh, audio tapes and all of those tape formats, they were only supposed to last 10 years in the first place. So if they're sitting in a box, especially a box where there's heat or extreme cold or anything like that, they could already be turning to dust. You need to preserve your family's memories. You're your family's historian. Go to LegacyBox.com slash back. Save a whopping 40% off when you get started with them. I've done my family's memories. I urge you to do yours. Digitize. They do everything by hand right here in America. And then they send back all of the original copies plus the digitized version on a thumb drive or cloud or however you want it. It's LegacyBox.com slash Beck. That's LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Buy today. Send in when you're ready. Hello, Stu. How was your weekend? Great, Glenn. How about you? Mm. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, of course, I, you know, I found out this weekend that the uh, the Constitution is a little outdated and is actually 
putting our democracy at risk. And I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> it's a strange hmm? thing to say. What do you mean? Because to me, the Constitution protects all aspects of democracy that exist in our republic. Well, it has. we're not a democracy. It has until we had Facebook. Oh. You know, now we have social media. Now it puts it at risk. Hmm. So, How does that work exactly? Well, they didn't see it. They didn't see that. They didn't see social media coming. So That's true. You know, and, and I'm guessing that's one of the many things that makes it outdated. Here, hmm. let's listen to the Harvard government professor discussing his new book, Tyranny of the Minority. Listen to this. Well, we are the only presidential democracy in the world where the president can lose the the election, lose the popular vote and become president. We are one of the few democracies in the world where the a major legislative body, the, the Senate, uh, the party that loses the popular mm-hmm. vote can can control and routinely does control the Senate. We are mm-hmm. the only established democracy in the world where justices have lifetime tenure. There's no term limits. There's no uh, retirement mm. age. So mm. this set of institutions and others allows political minorities mm. to systematically thwart and sometimes even govern over majorities. Since its founding, uh, we've improved the Constitution. We've, we've done the hard work of making our Constitution more democratic. Uh, you know, women got the right to vote at the beginning of the 20th century by amending the Constitution. Mm-hmm. We began to elect senators rather than appoint senators at the beginning of the 20th century. And our democracy has, stra- has strengthened itself over time through amendments, through improving it. What's tragic in our view is that in the last 50 years, we've sort of stopped doing that work. Whereas other democracies have continued to make their constitutions more democratic. Since around 1970, we've abandoned that project. Hmm. Hmm. Tyranny of the minority. Wow. It's a good thing we have these Harvard professors that know everything and can teach the new government students, the new law students, how to view this outdated constitution. Tyranny of the minority. So tyranny of the majority is is easy. That happens all the time where a majority, we just get 51% to go, yeah, let's go. Get them and you get them. Uh, and it's wonderful. Then you have situation. Oh, is sure. It, is it wonderful is. the right word you're looking for there? Yeah, well, of course it is because it's the majority. It's the majority. When is the majority ever wrong? They get what they want mm-hmm. and they just implement whatever that is mm-hmm. on the minority. Mm-hmm. And that's better now on the left's eyes. That's interesting. Because <laughs> I, I they were complaining about the opposite for a very long time. Well, maybe, um, but now it's different. You know, we have, I guess, social media, you know, and we have we have fake meat now. So mm-hmm. the founders couldn't have seen the fake, fake meat no, thing I, going on. Maybe not, but still, so, I don't know why that would have anything to do with So this. that's the tyranny of the majority. Mm-hmm. When you get 51% that tells everyone else exactly how to live. Now, tyranny of the minority would be things like, I have to change uh, my whole life. I have to change all my values. I have to change, uh, you know, maybe worried about my daughter going into sports 
or going into a locker room or going into a bathroom. I have to worry about my wife going into a bathroom because a very, 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 very small minority says that they are something they are scientifically not. And so I have to worry about the minority because the minority, a very small minority, is now subjecting the majority to their beliefs. And you must comply. Just like when you have 51%. And you must comply. That's what makes our, if I may use the words of the Harvard doctor, I'm a doctor too. Mm. Uh, It makes his uh, point, his claim about the republic invalid because yes that is exactly what a democracy gives you we are a representative republic so it's a balance to slow government down from doing anything it's to slow it down why 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 is a slow government good a slow government is good because it can't react quickly to anything So, in other words, you have to stop and think, should we do the Patriot Act? And hopefully there's enough checks and balances that the answer comes back, no, it's a violation of everyone's rights. In our constitutional republic, we have something called the Bill of Rights that is supposed to stop the bullying of the majority And the minority. Now, they'll say, oh, no, the left has all of the power. So you better you better be nice. You better shut up or they'll come and get you. The reason why Americans have never been afraid of bullies is because we have rights. And those rights cannot be changed or taken away by anybody in government minority or majority we have rights those rights are supposed to chain the government think of the government as a rabid dog because that's what it is right now a rabid dog at the end of its chain and it will it will eat anyone that gets in its way Why? Not because of democracy. Not even because of the Constitution. It is the amendments to the Constitution that state clearly. They were written a year after the Constitution because our oh-so-dusty, out-of-touch founders knew That over time, people in politics and people who wanted power would violate people's rights. And so they wanted to make sure that the most important rights, five of the most important rights are in the First Amendment. Government 
cannot violate these rights. Let's spell it out as clearly as possible for those who wish to confuse, delude, or out and out lie to the American people. Let's write it out clearly. Government in this country, unlike every other country, cannot do these things. So no, Mr. Harvard professor, I tend to disagree with you with every fiber of my being. It's not outdated. We haven't used it since your heroes of Woodrow Wilson and House and FDR took and peed all over that. The discrediting of this Constitution began with the progressives who, by the way, were communists who just didn't believe in a bloody revolution. They wanted the same thing, just no bloody revolution. That's what progressivism actually is. And for anybody who's like, that's not true. Well, then tell me what we're going toward. Because I don't think we're going towards a freer world. I don't think we're headed towards a better world. It seems to me if you stand in the way, the minority or the majority will cut you down. Let us raise a standard that the wise and the honest can repair. George Washington, end of the Constitutional Convention. Let us rise a standard where people can come and find shelter under. And they did. And currently your government is not abiding by that Constitution. And your professors that that all of us not me thank god i learned my lesson all of us are paying for our children to go into these indoctrination camps more in a minute relief factor daily life can be a grind sometimes i'm not grumpy at all today you almost never feel uh, that, you know, you have a good night's sleep. You never feel rested. Uh, well, let me tell you, get a good night's sleep with Relief Factor. Relief, relief Factor, just like the regular Relief Factor that takes away your pain. Relief Factor sleep is 100% drug-free. So it's not going to whack you out. You're not going to feel it even in your system. Uh, you're not going to feel it, you know, the next morning because it's just... It's a, a bunch of, of natural ingredients that promote healthy sleep. It reduces anxiety and distress. It improves mood, promoting relaxation. Unleash the power of a great night's sleep by calling 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. Relieffactor.com. Dream big and sleep tight. 10 seconds, station ID. Lenny, a quick, another way I think about this, the difference between a constitutional republic that we have and a democracy and why it's that difference is important. I think of democracy as a visit to the grocery store on an empty stomach. 
<laughs> right. You're starving. You're yes. going through the chip aisle. You're putting everything in your basket. And the Constitution serves as the meal beforehand. Right. Mm -hmm. If you eat that meal beforehand, you're going to go to the grocery store and get the things you need. Mm -hmm. Not every little shiny package is going to go into your cart. And you and and honestly, when done properly, it's it's the meal beforehand plus a little Ozempic. Right. Like you're yes. supposed to be really restrained when you're in that grocery store. You're not supposed to change the rules all the time so that people can understand what they are and plan long term. Right. Just that very basic thought is so central to why this this country has been so successful for such a long time. And people look at it as like, well, why can't we react to these things immediately? It, because we're not supposed to. You don't make rational decisions in a moment of stress. You want to make them in a moment of sobriety. Why do you think they're not talking? Why do you think they are denying, denying the fact, fact, that they are working on a digital currency? Why do you think the Fed and the government are denying the things that they're doing? Because they know right now you're not in a panic. You're not in a panic about your dollar. And so don't think about it. Because right now, if you thought about it, you would do something about it. But we don't in America, for some reason, like to think things through in advance. We like to wait until the very last minute. Well, at the very last minute, and I'm telling you, it's coming. The very last minute, what happens? All of a sudden, there's a crisis of your dollar, and you're like, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't, I guess. I mean, I'll take that. Yes. That's why everything is a crisis right now. That's why they are pushing global warming the way they are. They need you to freak out because it shuts your your frontal cortex down. You're no longer thinking. That's very true. I mean, it, and the they will rarely admit this, but the one time they will admit it is when they try it and it doesn't work. At, see after every terrible incident of a mass shooting, for example. They will tell you, well, wait a minute. We just had this incident. Why can't we get this done? We Why can't we react? To do something. We have to do something. Why aren't what this is a broken system if we can't get this done? And then you get the situation where they've now decided to just start doing it outside of the system. We'll just start passing things in our brain, like um, you know, student loan reform, like the eviction moratorium, like the gun ban in New Mexico. These are just like, well, we want you to do the thing that we keep thinking you're going to do. And since you're not going along with it, we're just going to do it anyway. And we'll just push it through. And eventually the courts might shut it down. Then we'll just try it another way. That's what they're doing with the student loan stuff right now. That's why these people have got to, they absolutely have to pay for these kinds of things. There has to be, a court of law has got to punish the, the people who overstep the boundaries at least make sure that we don't do it again. If you don't hurt the people that have done it by, by giving them a five-yard penalty, they'll keep doing it. Mm. Good sports reference. Thank that was you. incredible. Did you see, he just you. did that like it was natural. No wonder your I mean, kid is a football coach, isn't he? But honestly. It's true. It's with Kansas City yesterday 
I don't remember who it was, mm-hmm. kept going offsides, mm-hmm. offsides, 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 mm-hmm. you know, false start. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? You're costing the team yesterday 100 yards. Well, who's calling penalties on our politician? They are costing your bank account more than 100 yards. Mm. They are causing they are causing the um, the entire country to fall back. We'll never make it. We'll never make it if we keep going backwards. And that's what they're doing. They're doing it and they're getting away with it. And so more people do it. And starting point here, look, Luhan Grisham should be impeached for what she did. That is that look, I, that's impeached. more than a five yard penalty, I know. But that is what should happen for what she's done. Don't you can't if you're in New Mexico, you're probably thinking, well, uh, she kind of got her hand slapped and, and thank God for that. And true. I'm glad that they've shut this hand down. Slap means nothing. But she should be impeached. This is the literal definition of what James Madison said was tyranny. This is it. Taking all of the power in the government into her own hands and just doing stuff. This is exactly the type of person that needs to be shut down immediately because they will go much, much farther than this if we do not do so. How about uh, how about the Speaker of the House in Texas? Mm. I mean, this was a this was a, an impeachment. They got nowhere. Because they had no facts. You're talking of uh, Ken Paxton. Yes, of Ken Attorney Paxton. General. Mm-hmm. No facts. None. Zero. And they did Zilch. lose, by the way, this weekend. We haven't yeah. talked about that yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was exonerated. Now, what are you going to do about it? You had a Speaker of the House who brought this up two days, two days after Paxton said it looks like he was drunk on the floor of the House. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the video. It sure does look like he was drunk. Mm-hmm. But what experience do you have with such things? Yeah, I mean, <gasps> you're an expert. I'm an expert on that. It sure looked like he was drunk. It did look that way, yes. Two days later, all of a sudden, Ken Paxton finds himself with, uh, with an in- impeachment uh, headed his way with no evidence. And that's what the Senate found. And the Senate is pissed for the House. Well, what are you going to do about it? You're going to talk about it? Or is anybody in the Republican Party going to force this guy to step down? You, you should not lead. You should not lead the House. Does anybody really have the balls to say, I suggest impeachment proceedings? Of course not. You cannot... You cannot be a part of anything you, that is going the wrong direction. You cannot sit by the sidelines. You can't. Everything that is corrupt will be destroyed. It will all be destroyed. If you have something in your life, get it out of your life. Clean up the mess. Apologize. Do your time. If you are around corrupt people, you've got to out them. Back in just a second. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about the United States Marine Corps captain and uh, pilot John Jeremy Sachs. He was killed along with his five other service members when his military aircraft crashed 
during a training exercise. His family and friends remember him as courageous, brilliant, a brilliant man who was devoted to his career and the people who were special to him. His wife, Amber, gave birth to their second daughter three months after his death. This is where the Tunnel to Towers comes in. They paid the mortgage for the Sachs family home because that's they actually do what they say they're going to do. And they never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes and what they made for us, the things that they did for us. They've helped over a thousand military and first responder families navigate the worst times by removing the burden of a mortgage payment. Could you help? Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. $11 a month right now. T2T.org. Today would be a great day to join Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. A lot of talk about Donald Trump appearing on MSNBC uh, over the weekend. Why he would go to MSNBC is beyond me, other than... Um, perhaps his people think that he has already sewed up the uh, nomination for the Republican candidate. And so now he is trying to reach out and be more broad and appealing to you swinging, switching into general election mode, essentially. Mm -hmm. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. So let's just go through some of the things that were said on MSNBC. If a federal ban landed on your desk if you were reelected. would you sign it at 15 are you talking about a complete ban a ban at 15 weeks well people people are starting to think of 15 weeks that seems to be a number that people are talking about right now would you sign that i, I, I would i would sit down with both sides and i'd negotiate something and we'll end up with peace on that issue for the first time in 52 years uh, i'm not going to say i would or i wouldn't I mean, DeSantis is willing to sign a five-week and six-week ban. Would you support that? You think that I, I goes think what he far? did is a terrible thing and a terrible mistake. Mm. Hmm. 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 Interesting. Hmm. Okay, interesting first take. of all, he can't do that because that's not what the Supreme Court said. The Supreme Court said that this is not a federal issue. This has to go back to the states. It's mm. not a federal issue. Now, if they want to make it a federal issue, I would imagine at least this court would come back and say, no, it's not a federal issue. Right. The, the way you would handle this federally would be with a constitutional amendment. That's, Correct. That is how you could handle it federally. I don't think you could handle it federally with a passing a law of a 15 week ban. Now, a lot of people on the pro-life side want to try something like that to test the court. Um, but I don't think it would work. I don't think it would go through. And also, I mean, a 15-week ban, while a you would eliminate 6% of abortions, I believe mm -hmm. is the number. So, I mean, again, yeah. uh, shooting for the sky, as usual, Republicans. 6%, 94% of, of abortions remain. Let's act like that's the pro-life position. But, yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, look, would it eliminate 6% of the worst, most egregious abortions? 
I mean, probably not, because some people who were close to the line would move them up, but still, it would be something. I can understand mm. why some people would find it to be attractive, an attractive option, um, but I don't think it would hold constitutional muster. Certainly, by looking at the Dobbs decision, I don't think it fits with that. Again, that's not supposed to be what we do with these things. These go to the states, and they're supposed to be decided by the states. We have a federalist system here, or at least we act like we did at one point. And this is what we've seen now is kind of the, the, the state of play. Of course, the more important long-term way to get rid of this is to make it so that people, uh, you know, to convince people and change hearts and minds so that people don't want it anymore, right? You're not, we, we are in a tough, a tough spot here. You can, if you, pay, you know, passed a nationwide abortion ban right now, complete abortion ban, it would still be very difficult to stop. Right. People are taking pills from India being shipped mm-hmm. in the mail. Yep. I mean, how are you going to stop this? It's going to be very difficult. We're able to stop slavery, uh, not because of having a, a certainly a very legal, a strong legal protection against it, but also because no one wants to do it. Everyone agrees it's a horrible, horrible part of our history. That's what abortion needs to become. So uh, you got that super, super classic uh, uh, happening um, where he's talking about uh, being more moderate. By the way, Megan Kelly joins me in about 22 minutes. Just talked to President Trump for an hour. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said some other things. We'll get to that in just a second. First, um, you have DeSantis coming out and taking the pro-life view and standing strong and saying, that's nonsense. It's nonsense. And he also took umbrage to what happened with Megan Kelly. Listen to this. Do we have it? I'd be having some technical. I knew Caitlin as Bruce. I knew Bruce, mm-hmm. and you know Bruce was a great athlete and a very handsome person, very, very handsome, handsome guy. Very handsome. And all of a sudden, Bruce is Caitlin. I said, yeah. "What's this all, all about?" This was a brand new subject too, just like First time uh, just like we talk about. Uh-huh. You know, the pandemic was a subject that nobody knew anything about. What they don't. transgenderism the weimar republic uh it's been around for a while it's been around around. although it has grown Mm -hmm. in prominence if if, you know Mm -hmm. if you want to take him uh seriously but not literally on that statement right it was mm. something that has sure sure come come about a bigger part of the conversation anybody bothered by the equivocation of both abortion and transgenderism Hmm. Yes, I am. by our friend Donald Trump. I'm bothered by that. I'm bothered. Um, I, I, yeah, Trump's history on abortion, in particular, is is particularly back and forth. It, it's mm-hmm. back and forth, but also a complicated one, right? Like he has never been a guy who held a strong ideological opinion on abortion. Yeah. However, he is also largely responsible for the biggest win in the pro-life he movement laid in the last the ground 50 years. For it. There's right? no like, doubt about no that. No doubt. That's a huge, huge, yeah. huge. Uh, accomplishment. In mm, fact, yes. I will tell you right now with complete and utter certainty, it's the most important thing he will ever do in his entire life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, mm-hmm. Nothing else he will ever do in the future or has done in the past will compare with what happened no, with great. the Roe versus Wade thing being overturned. Great. Really grateful for that. Really grateful. Yeah. I mean, look, I think... Th- one thing that's really important when you consider how we approach the abortion issue right now is to understand that there may be some short-term political risk to taking a, a hardcore stance on abortion. And if what mm-hmm. your consideration is, is a short-term political future, yeah, what's going not. to happen in this next election, 
then you may want to be a little wishy-washy on this, right? I think Nikki Haley's doing the same thing. Do mm-hmm. I think Nikki? I think Nikki Haley does have a strong ideological position on abortion, but she's not exactly showing that right mm-hmm. now. And I think you know Trump, who I think can go honestly either way on it. He, I, you know, I don't think he has a huge strong feeling. He's showing that as well. I think short-term political prospects, when you've got one election in front of you and that's what you're thinking about, may very well be the right way to go. However, long-term wins on this topic are won by people who hold a strong principle. Mm-hmm. You know, the left didn't come into 1985 and say, well, gay marriage is polling at 9%. Let's never mention it, right? They, they had to have mm. people who believed in it and held that line for a very, very long time to win that battle. And eventually, people came to their side of the argument, whether you agree with it or not. Well, yes and no. They came to it uh, because, uh, the, you know, it was in television everywhere. So you don't, have mm-hmm. the, you don't have the right at this point creating all of the propaganda to sway people one way or another. True. Um, and even when that had been done and... Uh, President Obama was elected. He's like, I'm against gay marriage. Hillary Clinton, I'm against gay marriage. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden, I'm against gay marriage. And when your mm-hmm. concern is a short-term political win, that is where you will stand, right? And that's what Barack Obama did. And he won an election over it, right? I mean, so maybe that's the way to go. Again, it's about what you're, what do you want, right? If what mm-hmm. you want is a long-term win on this topic, you're going to hold the principle. And I think, look, there's a really easy political position for candidates to take right now which is the states long term yeah it's stay with the states mm-hmm. and it's, your principle is long term i want this to end because i think it's a terrible process i understand we're not all there yet what i will do is move the ball and take every win that we can get to keep as many babies alive as possible and i understand that i don't have the power to universally implement my my wishes on this but we'll take every step that we can get so now hang on Trump is asked by Megyn Kelly, can a man be a woman? Mm-hmm. Listen. Can a man become a woman? Um, it's easy. <laughs> in my opinion, you have a man, you have a woman. I, 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 think, I think part of it is birth. Can the man give birth? No, no. Although they'll come up with some answer to that also. Someday <laughs> I heard just the other day. They have a way that now the man can give birth. No, I would say uh, no, they uh, don't. I'll continue my stance on that. He's not being exactly clear. <laughs> no, he's not. no, but he. I, see, I don't know. You what have he a says. man. You have well, a woman. No, well, but what he said. Well, play it again, please. <laughs> he. I mean, he, he. I thought he was as clear as Donald Trump. You know, is what sometimes. Mean, what do you mean, Donald? Like Donald Trump will say anything that he believes. Like, <laughs> right? True. He's the most. The whole point of why he became president of the United States is because he's so direct and this will just is, blurt stuff out. This is him trying to reach out to independence. If he yeah, doesn't get independence, like. yeah. if he doesn't get independence, he doesn't win. Yeah. Right, but th- that is, I think, what he's doing. The question is whether that's a good idea or not. Go or ahead, what, listen. Whether he should. Can be a man doing. become a woman? Listen. Um. Hmm. <laughs> In my opinion, mm-hmm. in my opinion, you have a man, shaking you have his a woman. I, I, I think, I think part of it is birth. Can the man give birth? No, no. Although they'll come up with some answer to that also someday. I heard just the other day. Conflicted a little. They have a way that now the man can give birth. No, I don't think, so. no, I don't think I he's conflicted say, uh, on this at all. Uh, I think I'll he is. I'll continue my stance on that. Pandering? 
Uh, would you say it's pandering? I mean, again, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to wreck the guy, but like, well, keep in mind, he is pandering. I think overwhelming. If you take the tone of his act, what he's actually saying there is, he says, "Of course, you know. Of course, his answer is no. You can't. Man can't be kind of right. woman." But he's trying to answer like if he was in the room with Caitlyn Jenner, he's negotiating, and, right? Mm-hmm. They, okay, he's negotiating. All right. Well, that's the that's good what, way of looking. And when he supposed. owned the Miss Universe pageant, yes, he, he, he was. Yes, he, he did. allowed that. He yes, allowed he it. Did. Mm-hmm. He what, believed a man could become a woman. One more clip. But what about the children? That's become an issue now. Should children be provided with access to puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones when they're minors? I'm so against it. First of all, many of them, I heard like 62%, when they grow up, when they're older, they're saying, who did this to me? Why did you do this to me? Second of all, the parents have to make the decision. You know, they're trying to give it to school boards and schools and things to make a decision. It's unbelievable to think, you know, I talk about mutilation sometimes in my speeches. We will stop the mutilation of children. And then I'll stop and I'll say to the people in the audience, I'll say, can you imagine that I'm talking about we're going to stop mutilation of children? But that's what it is. It's the mutilation of children. And we will stop the mutilation of children. Ten years ago, you wouldn't even, nobody would ever to think, think of it. I am telling people because I guess I'm a politician, whether I like it or not. Uh, As a politician, as somebody that represents a lot of people, I'm telling people that we're going to stop the mutilation of children. Who would have to say a thing like that? You'd think it would be automatic. So would you be in favor of a ban then on puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones for minors? I I think yes, yes, yes. I would. It's pretty clear. That's very mm-hmm. clear. I think he's pretty clear. Very there. clear. And it's it's there's a much different tone there than it, there was in yes. his first answer. He's not equivocating that. I, no. I don't know who does. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't know the people who are like, yeah, you know, you're eight, you're twelve, <laughs> yeah, you're fifteen. Let's cut our breasts off. That no, that's insane. But there, there are those out there. Do you notice though the side by side between that answer and the abortion answer, like? To, to me, yes. his, the transgender answer is he's trying to be careful and not offend people, but yeah. he has a real opinion on it. Right. right? He mm-hmm. really feels strongly that yes. a man can't become a woman. He's hiding it a little bit behind political language, but you can tell how he feels. The abortion one is, I mean, he's literally criticizing a six-week ban as horrible. Right. Like that is like, if anything, it see, he seems to have a pretty strong position the opposite way at some number. Right. Like he mm-hmm. doesn't seem to have the exact number where he feels like he's like 15 weeks is something that people are talking about was his line. And then six weeks is abhorrent or horrible or whatever his word was for that. So somewhere in between those two things seems to be where he, where his line is. I mean, obviously, it is a more politically feasible uh, position than what mine is, which yeah. is I mean, look, basically extreme. And I'm a, a welcome pro-life extremist. I don't even mind the title because I know I'm out of step with everybody else. I'm not going to go bomb a clinic. You but heard I will it tell there, you, Your Honor. I will, you heard it there. <laughs> I will tell He's you. He's been writing words for <laughs> Pat and I for how many How many years, Pat? So many. We so many. didn't so believe many. any of this mm-hmm. stuff, Your Honor. <laughs> no, I mean, like, look, when you take a position that, you know, I don't know, 20 or 15 or 10% of people uh, believe in, maybe that does make you extreme. But you know what? When it comes to keeping oh, well. babies yeah. alive, yeah. maybe that's the all, right way to oh, be. Well. Yeah, I think we're all there. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, Pat, Pat Gray, Unleashed. Picture yourself and your family in a moment of real crisis. The stores have lines of people stretching around the block, waiting to get to the aisles that huh, have already been picked clean. Yeah, not me. I, you need to be prepared. 
I'm not going to do that with my family, with my Patriot Supply. They're the nation's leader in high-quality emergency food. They provide perfect family way to have peace of mind for your family. Head on over to MyPatriotSupply.com and prepare today with emergency food that will stay fresh for up to 25 years. Enjoy, to, enjoy a wide variety of delicious food kits, offering 2,000 calories every day for optimum strength under stress. And don't forget about water filtration or purification of water. These are perfect for your bug out bag, your survival supply or camping pack. One thing for sure is sure in the world, and that is something's going to happen and you want to be prepared for anything. So you don't have to worry about everything. Order by 3 p.m. today. Your item will ship today. It's that fast. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. It's MyPatriotSupply.com. Come to prepare with MyPatriotSupply.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Eight eight seven two seven B E C K. I am not for uh, limitation uh, at all on abortion procedures. I want them all limited. I don't think there should be uh, abortion. I think it is killing a baby. Now, fifteen weeks is an interesting number because what is that based on? Like twelve weeks is the heartbeat. I thought it was six weeks is the heartbeat. Is it six weeks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, and some people say even earlier, but six weeks. The heartbeat bills have generally been six weeks. So is there a milestone at 12? Uh, 12 in a first trimester. So, man, that's not it. So, I mean, then six weeks, I understand. Six weeks. Yeah, I understand it as a legal line. Like, if you were to say, well, the end of life is typically declared when there is no No heartbeat, heartbeat. You could legally say maybe the heartbeat begins life. Which is, again, not my moral line, but I Correct. do feel like is a, a somewhat legally defensible line. The, the one where we just like kill them all whenever we want, not really legally defensible. Yeah, I don't mind. understand the 15-week line 15. other than I feel good. But as, as technology improves, you know what? It is polling. If you look at the first trimester, second trimester, and third trimester, by the second trimester, the overwhelming majority are against abortion. So the first one, you're saying, well, we'll let you have the popular abortions. That's what it is. It's a polling line. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you a little bit about uh, Public Square. A little while ago, I was talking about how I needed, uh, you know, something at the house. And uh, I thought, wait a minute, Public Square. For years in this country, we have looked the other way while progressive corporate America has pushed messaging that alienates us, attacks our values, our reason, our common sense. And they've just gotten away with it. Because where are you going to go? Well, let me tell you, there's lots of companies out there that want you as a customer, and they're great, and they hold your values. And publicsquare.com, publicsq.com is the place to find them. Now, they have an app and a website, and you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all industries. Businesses that value life, family, freedom. So whether you're looking for coffee, clothing, skincare, a place to eat, whatever it is, publicsq.com is your destination find your new favorite businesses save money while shopping with companies that don't hate you download the app today it is free it's publicsq.com that's publicsq.com megan kelly joins us in just a couple of seconds 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenn beck program hello america welcome to the glenn beck program there is a lot on the plate today and megan kelly is going to help sort through some of it she joins us in 60 seconds having a cell phone in your pop pocket shouldn't be a ringing endorsement for leftist causes you know what i mean unfortunately if you're hooked up with one of the big networks one of the big uh, services chances are pretty good that's exactly what's going on they're taking some of your money and supporting causes that you definitely don't support you and i are part of a movement dedicated to creating a parallel economy a marketplace of ideas goods and services from companies that don't sell out to the woke mob i want you to strongly consider switching your phone service to patriot mobile today they're america's only christian conservative mobile service and they're on the same towers with the same, you know, three big networks. So you're going to get the same kind of service. Um, you're going to get better customer service and a better, far lower price. Go to MyPatriot.com. MyPatriot. I'm sorry. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash back. PatriotMobile.com slash back. Or call them at 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash back. Megan with us. Hello, Megan. How are you? Hi, I'm well. How you doing? Uh, very good. So your uh, your interview and the interview that the president did on MSNBC are are getting a lot of play over the weekend um, because uh, in some in some places he seemed to be hedging his bet. And on MSNBC, uh, he talked about a 15 week uh, limit on abortions. Yeah, well, he's this is one of the reasons why President Trump needs to put himself out there more, because just like President Basement, it's not OK for either one of these leading candidates on the Dem or the GOP side to stay underground. So to his credit, Trump is putting himself out there much, right. much more than Joe Biden. But we absolutely need to be probing their positions as the American public tries to make a decision. And Trump on the social issues with all due credit for the Supreme Court justices we got, has always been a little wishy-washy. He's lived pretty much 75 years. He's 77 now, I guess 73, whatever it is, before he became president, as a Democrat. Right. You know, he, one of my debate questions for him back in 2016 was, when did you become a Republican? Because if you look back at his life, he's been 
much, much more of a Democrat and more liberal on social issues, like virtually everyone in New York City is. And I think there's still a fair amount of that in him. So is this, for instance, let me play a clip um, with you where he was talking about can a man become pregnant? Play it. Can a man become a woman? Um, <laughs> in my opinion, you have a man, you have a woman. I, 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 think, I think part of it is birth. Can the man give birth? No, no. Although they'll come up with some answer to that also. Someday <laughs> I heard just the other day, they have a way that now the man can give birth. No, I would say uh, uh, I'll continue my stance on that. So what, it, what was your takeaway? Because he never really answered it, but he did shake his head no towards the beginning. What's your takeaway from that? Well, I thought it was weak sauce. He, I really wish he, he did better on that. I like Ron DeSantis' answer, I'm going to be honest, which is no. No. Right. No. <laughs> right. No. Obviously no. And it's not determined based on who can give birth. <laughs> <laughs> It's determined by God, and it's pretty obvious just as soon as you come out of the womb. That's the way it's always been. That's the way it continues to be, notwithstanding this weird agenda by some activists in this crazy trans agenda-pushing cult. Um, so Trump clearly knows that. I don't know if he's got, if he's trying to, like, appease some group of trans voters that he thinks is going to make the difference with him. Even when I had Don Jr. on my show, he was kind of dancing around this issue. I I think that they think they're somehow going to do better with Democrats if they don't hit this straight on, even though, I mean, 98% of the Republican Party is united on this issue. This is not, it is not a winner for any Republican to hedge on this. Uh, Just ask Asa Hutchinson. So I'm not sure what he's thinking. I feel like this and the abortion thing He must be thinking more general election where there are Democrats who don't feel as Republicans do. But um, I really think there's such a small voting group on this particular issue. He needs a better answer, and I hope he gets it soon. So, Will, do you think this will uh, shake the tree at all? I mean, I think he looks at the poll numbers and thinks there's I mean, I'm going to win. uh, So why not start a moderate campaign now uh, because I'm going to win the the primary so let's just get past that and just start being, you know, more moderate to appeal to a wider audience than just the Republicans. Do you think that's going to work? I don't. I mean, I'm much more in the Ann Coulter field of thinking when it comes to who the party should nominate. I think they should nominate somebody who's going to drive turnout. And generally with Republicans, that means someone who is conservative, who is genuinely conservative. Look at what happened with John McCain. <laughs> okay? like. Yeah. They've tried to go more moderate. It doesn't work. Um, Now, Trump does drive turnout because he's Trump. And there's something about him that, you know, his core constituency finds very appealing. And, you know, that 30 percent isn't going to abandon him, even if he comes out and says he wants abortions in the ninth month. I mean, that's really that's really the question, not whether he can shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue. But could Trump say that he's pro-abortion ninth month and still hold on to that core 30 percent? Glenn, I think the answer is yes. Um, and he's almost toying with that experiment right now. He's not pro-abortion ninth month. He's really more banking on the fact that he appointed the three justices who made the difference on Roe v. Wade, and he's not going to lose any Republican voters to Joe Biden, 
on the issue of abortion, Correct. right? He's playing the right. long game. But he does need to generate enthusiasm, and it's already tamped down, not in that 30% of Republicans, but the other half who are tepid on Trump. So let me ask you about Joe Biden here for a second, because uh, I started to see, uh, for instance, there was a, an article in the Washington Post from a, a, big, a big player uh, on the left, and uh, in the editorial, he said, you know, I love Joe Biden and he's done great things and nothing against anything he's ever done, but I think it's time for him to go. And I think that you see the supporters uh, and the uh, the key members possibly starting to move in and saying, you know, Joe, I think maybe you should go. Do you think he is the uh, candidate by the time we get to the the uh, election? I don't know, Glenn. I'm seeing what you're seeing. It seems like there's a movement underfoot to gently oust him and her. That was what was interesting yeah, about the yeah, yeah. season in WAPO, which was they both need to go. We don't want to be stuck with her. <laughs> but, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword. They selected her for identity politics reasons, and good luck subbing her out uh, and subbing in some other dem, like Gavin Newsom, you know, who doesn't check the right boxes. And even who does check the right boxes. Uh, Sonny Hostin, woke identity politics warrior over on The View, was saying, if he subs out Kamala Harris, he's going to lose the black vote. We're not interchangeable, even if he puts back in a black woman. But in any event, you can feel the ground shifting. CNN doing a long fact check on mm-hmm. Biden's lies last Thursday. I've never seen them unleash their Daniel Dale guy on Biden. That was always a Trump thing. Um, now more and more sort of getting interested in just how old President Biden is and polling heavily on it. And the results are disastrous. The Ignatius piece, um, there's been just example after example of how they seem to be realizing, you know what? He can't do it. We're going to lose if we stick with him. But I also think you have to ask yourself realistically, how do you get rid of him? You know, I think there's some fantasy that Barack Obama could do it. He could come get, you know, like give him the tap on the shoulder like you'd get at the at the dance. Time to sit down. Your dancing's over. Um, I'm not sure. Well, it, what, it, it's exactly. What man voluntarily walks away from power like that? Well, voluntarily, uh, George Washington. But remember that Nixon did that. And Nixon only did it when he realized the party was no longer with him. When all yep. of the people he counted on uh, to help support him were turning on him. And that's when he decided to resign. There's a there's a good way to do this. And there is the tough way. And we're offering you the chance to make this your idea. And uh, I think part of the pressure might be the Hunter Biden scandal. When you saw the um, uh, the uh, charges last week, are these real or are these bogus too? the gun charges? Yes. I mean, look, they're, they're real in that he did it, and any one of us would have been charged for it, so okay. But of course, they were brought very reluctantly by a guy who's on his side. David Weiss, the U.S. attorney for Delaware, is on Hunter Biden's side. He's the man who's been investigating him for six years, who let the most damning charges expire under the statute of limitations, even though Hunter's lawyers offered what's called a tolling agreement. They offered to extend 
the statute of limitations. And David Weiss said, nah, that's OK. He's, this is this is his prosecutor. So we're supposed to believe now he's going to be tough on Hunter. B.S. It was a fig leaf charge on only the gun uh, statute, which, by the way, a lot of people think won't even hold up. This gun statute has been deemed unconstitutional under the Second Amendment. Oh and gosh. so it's possible they could go away on constitutional grounds that would probably be acceptable to most Republicans. Uh, so it's a kind of a low stakes matter. But let's say let's say he gets convicted, which he probably will. Some are saying this is a smart move by the Republicans because at least now Hunter and Joe have real skin in the game. He could potentially face jail time. And maybe it gives Dems like Obama and the party leaders on the Dem side the power to go to Joe and say, do it for Hunter. You'll pardon him while announcing you're just a one termer. Mm -hmm. You can give your son the pardon, keep him out of jail, save the Democrat Party. You'll be on Mount Rushmore. And you can save the whole family. Yes. But you know what? If that's the price it takes to get him out of there, uh. let's do it. <laughs> uh, so be as, uh, be as tough on this as you can be. When you see the... Uh, the left saying there there's no evidence there's no evidence they've got no evidence there's plenty of evidence i don't know if that all adds up to you know proof but there's tons of evidence if you were standing in a court of law because it's what you used to do and your client was joe biden and hunter biden and you saw the evidence that the prosecution has shown already and they say there's more how would you assess your chance of winning it would depend on the evidentiary standard if it's preponderance of the evidence where you just have to prove 51 percent more likely than 49 percent not he's guilty if it's beyond a reasonable doubt i would acquit him so far so far but we that's only because we haven't gotten all the bank records which they're about to get so but there's a it's more than 51 percent likely he did this i mean i would put it more up in the 60s but if you're talking about conviction of a crime, yeah, we're not there yet. And um, what do the bank records, what are you looking for in the bank records? What do they have to show? Well, I mean, I would want to see the actual deposits of the money. But, you know, into Joe Biden's accounts in order to, you know, actually convict of a crime. But we had Peter Schweitzer on the show on Friday, and he's, of course, the hunter expert. Yeah. He was making some very interesting points about how. In order to show bribery, in order to show corruption, you really don't even need to show any deposits into Joe Biden's accounts. Showing the deposits into Hunter Biden's accounts is enough, not to mention the other eight family members Correct. who are on the take. Correct. You know, I mean, the, the benefit to the family member is sufficient. Mm-hmm. And this kind of brings me back to where I'm coming into this whole corruption scandal. I almost feel like Republicans are overstating their own burden. You know, it's it doesn't need... I realize why they're doing the impeachment. I'm actually in favor of it, but it doesn't need to go that route. And they don't need to allege crimes. The corruption is there plain as the nose on your face. Yes. I want one, one honest journalist, just one with access to president Biden to get him in an interview and say, how dare you allow your son to sit on the board of Burisma, a yeah. Ukrainian company being investigated for corruption when you were the point man on the Obama administration's corruption cleanup in Ukraine. How dare you? Is that not disqualifying to your ongoing role as a public official? 
Go ahead. I what? think it is. We're not going to see that, but I, I think it is, and I would love to see that. I, I go a step further. As a father, you knew who Kolomoisky was. He's a brutal killer. He beheads his opponents. Uh, and you took your son, who you knew had a drug problem and drinking problem and could easily be roped into anything, and you allowed him to sit on on that board with that man? Are you out of your mind? Right. When when he was drug addled. I mean, we were yes. just looking back at the timeline on Hunter's addiction. Uh, and I actually have this right in front of me because I was looking at it in preparation for my show today. So he joined the board of Burisma in April 2014. That same year, he was just discharged from the Navy Reserve after testing positive for cocaine. All right, that same year. When he joins mm. the board, which Joe knows all of this. This is while his father was overseeing U.S. policy in, in Ukraine. Um, by May of 15, he had a relapse on his alcohol addiction. By 2016, he had a relapse of his crack cocaine addiction. And this is all while he's doing business with, this, with the Chinese energy company, CEFC, while he's on the board of Burisma, which his father knows because he's regularly calling into the Hunter business meetings yep. in order to lend the Biden name. He knows his crack-addled son is sitting on these boards, cashing checks, and he's facilitating it. I mean, at a minimum, this counteracts the narrative of what a great dad he is. What a great dad. I agree. I agree. Uh, Megan, thank you very much. We look forward to your uh, program. You can catch Megan Kelly wherever you get your podcast. She also follows this show uh, on Sirius XM. Thank you so much. My pleasure, Glenn. God bless. You bet. Um, Kathy wrote in about her dog after um, the dog started taking rough greens not too long ago. She said, my dog, Oakley, his coat is shiny. His breath is better. He loves the taste. The best part, he's not eating undesirable things in the trail anymore. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't know, Kathy, but I don't think I want to go there. Thank you so much, uh, she writes, for Rough Greens. Uh, Kathy, thank you. Thanks for writing in. I actually know what you mean, and it's icky. Uh, the undesirable things that are laying in the trail of none of our dogs should be eating, but there's a reason they eat it, believe it or not. And... Uh, uh, I think the stuff in Rough Greens helps give them the stuff that they need. Uh, naturopathic doctor Dennis Black came up with this formula. You sprinkle it on the dog's food. Remember, brown food is dead food. You want the greens. This is Rough Greens. Uh, folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog is going to love it, and you're going to see a difference in your dog, that they want to give you the first trial bag free. It's roughgreens.com slash back. You just pay for shipping, 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash back. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, now remember, we're not heading towards Marxism or communism or anything like that. Okay, just calm down. Chicago... Uh, Democratic Mayor, Mayor Brandon Johnson, is exploring opening now city-owned grocery stores to address food inequalities, according to a Wednesday press release from uh, the Chicago mayor. Hmm. 
Chicago's newly elected mayor announced a partnership with the progressive national nonprofit group Economic Security Project to solve the lack of food access in some neighborhoods. So remember, we're not talking about communism here. We're just talking about the city <laughs> owning controlling a the means store. of supply. That's yeah, all that's in production. All it is. That's all. What does it have to do with anything like communism? Or- it's a better, stronger, safer future. Right. That's what they say. And of course, some people will point out. Maybe the reason why there's not a lot of grocery stores is the major problems with crime and the policies are left to address right. them. And right. the fact that, you know, um, illegal immigrants are overrunning mm-hmm. the country. But this mm-hmm. is the same mayor who's Brandon Johnson, right? That's mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said this, and I, I hope everyone is hearing this, as you may be coming across and becoming a guest in our country. I hope you hear the words of Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson, who eloquently stated sanctuary means that everyone is welcome here and that's right as a city we commit to take care of each other if and provide all of our neighbors with the resources they need to thrive thrive if i spoke any other language than bad english <laughs> i w- i would say in spanish right now and mm. in mexican i would <laughs> both I, both wow okay. wow you know, if I'm going to speak one, I should speak both. That's true. I would say, go to Chicago. Chicago. That's the place to go. That's the place to go. And you're going to get city-run grocery stores. Because he easily could have said, well, we will provide the things for you to survive. But that's not what he said. No. He thrive. Said thrive. Thrive. You can you thrive, to thrive in, in Chicago. Chicago. Mm-hmm. So go check it out. It's a little cold, they say, but I'm not sure that's all that true. I, I, I mean, I was there last summer. Seemed totally great. Fine, yeah. Seemed great. I mean, you have to might have to dodge various projectiles here and there, but you know, as, as long as you're somewhat agile, you should right. be fine. L Chicago. Oh, mm. oh that's good. Wow. Say, thank you. you. Speak thank next. You. Yeah. <laughs> the Glenn Beck program. Oh, so Biden inflation that's working, right? I mean, huh? We've just revealed the most significant monthly inflation increase since June of 22. Gas prices jumped an eye-watering 10.6%. Energy costs 5.6%. Food prices edged up 0.2%. Even the cost of keeping a roof over your head is up. The Federal Reserve's magical 2% inflation target is looking more and more like a fairy tale every day, and that's really not good because that shrinks your dollar. Your savings are evaporating. Washington, shockingly, doesn't seem to have a plan to make things better. In fact, they're doing what they're doing, printing more money to make it even worse. With all the turbulence around, is there a place to keep your money safe? Yes, one of those is gold or silver. Time and tested. Refuge of shaky times. For every full ounce of fractional gold eagles purchase, you're going to receive one tenth ounce platinum St. Helena Trust Series coin. Do it now, 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. Call them now. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. pretty incredible we just told you that chicago is looking into city run and owned grocery stores uh because 
for some reason they can't keep gross i don't know what the reason is probably just it's probably white people but they can't keep the grocery stores uh and uh so they're gonna they're thinking now about having city run and i think this is interesting it reminded me of a story uh from the uh, city of highland park uh, in Illinois, uh, they're having um, a really a poverty simulation simulation event. Um, and it's where you can figure out what it, you can feel like, what it's like to be poor. Um, they're holding it at the Highland Park Country Club. Uh, and we'll give you more. We'll give you more information. I've heard this has been postponed or canceled. Why? Poor taste. I've heard they have delicious food at the uh, Highland Park Country Club. I don't understand that. But we'll get back into that here in just a second. Uh, first, I want to take you out uh, uh, to uh, New Mexico. And we have uh, Brian Festa on with us. He is We are uh, we the Patriots USA co-founder and vice president. And he's also an attorney. Uh, and he has been following this uh, in New Mexico. And I'd just like to know what the latest is. On the governor who now is, you know, pulling it back and say only no, I'm we're saying you can't carry, you know, now on school grounds or in city parks, which I don't think you could ever carry a gun on school grounds uh, in the first place. Brian, welcome. Uh, good morning, Glenn. Thanks for having me here. Um, yeah, we the Patriots USA dot org is our organization. We filed a. Uh, request for a temporary restraining order uh, and, and a permanent injunction, actually, lawsuit within 24 hours of her issuing her original order about a week ago. Uh, and Judge David Urias, a uh, Biden appointee, actually did rule in our favor um, last Wednesday and issued that temporary restraining order. She comes out on Friday and issues a new order, as you just stated. It actually applies to um, not just school grounds, but public parks and playgrounds. Mm. So in our view, she's bordering on contempt here because the original order also included public parks and playgrounds, and the judge already issued a restraining order against her. So she comes out and says, well, I'll just issue a new order. So we're probably going back to court today. We're going to actually file another request for a TRO, a temporary restraining order against her. But if this is enforced in any way, this new order – in our view, that's contempt. So what is going to happen here? I mean, what should happen, in my view, is she should either be impeached or she should uh, receive some sort of uh, punishment more than a slap on the hands. If they if our politicians don't learn that you touch the constitutional stove, which is very hot, you will get burned. If we don't teach them that in some way, they'll just keep doing this over and over and over again. Absolutely. And that's the danger. That's why we thought this case was so important and why we jumped into this, like I said, within 24 hours, because for a governor just to flagrantly ignore and defy not only the United States Constitution, which is the, the worst part, but also the decision and the Bruen decision uh, just last year by the United States Supreme Court, which clearly stated that you couldn't do what she's doing here. You can't create these so-called sensitive places based on high crime rates and take away people's right to defend themselves. The, so the justices were clear on that, and it's almost like she took that decision and said, I'm going to do exactly what 
the Supreme Court said I can't do. So this is a showdown between governors and the United States Supreme Court, between governors and our Constitution, our Second Amendment rights. And that's why it's so important that we all of us, you know, not just our organization, of course, but everyone needs to stand up and fight against this to keep our right to bear arms, to protect ourselves and our families. Uh, I hope. When is she up for election again? Do you know? You know, I I don't actually know. Yeah, I I would. It might be this. It might be next year. Yeah, well, I I, I hope the people of New Mexico remember this and show her the the door. This this kind of stuff has got to stop. Uh, Brian, great to talk to you again. Thank you so much for being on the program. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Glenn. I'll keep you posted on any updates. Yeah, is there anything we can do to help? You know, um, as everybody probably knows, these lawsuits are extremely expensive. Um, and we are a, a nonprofit public interest law firm. We don't charge our clients anything. So if anyone uh, is able to make a donation, we have a 2A legal fund on our website at wethepatriotsusa.org. Uh, we know times are tough, but we would greatly appreciate if, if people could support this action because we want to be ready to, to uh, fight back not only against Governor Grisham, but any other governor or the Biden administration that does this, we want to be able to jump right into court and fight back against it. Thank you so much, Brian. I appreciate it. We, the Patriots, USA, uh, dot org. Uh, how was your weekend, Stu? It was good. Filled with many little league outings, and uh, that's my life at the moment. But it was it was lots of fun. I like I like watching my son play baseball, so it was great. So my wife said, "Let's go to this. Uh, let's go to this movie uh, this weekend. I don't even remember what it was called." Uh, and I was like, "Okay." And she said, "Here, look at the trailer." And I just kind of half watched a little bit, and I was like, "Uh, okay." Didn't read anything about it. Knew nothing about it. It looked like a horror movie. It was a trick. It was a Kenneth Branagh movie. Uh, and uh, you know, those are. I know you have a hat rule. Mm-hmm. You fan- I don't like movies yeah. with the fan- that feature actors in fancy hats. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, there were lots of fancy hats. Okay, it's, yeah, I'm out. Lots of hats. Of hat. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Immediately out. Yeah, and it was an Agatha Christie. Oh my. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was shockingly really good, mm. but was I it? felt a little duped. I felt a little duped. So she tried to make you believe it was a horror movie. So you- no, I don't think she tried to do that. I think that's the way I read it because I wasn't really listening to my. Yes, she was trying to do that. Yes, you're right. So Stuart. you were the victim. I was the victim of here. your wife's of manipulation. No, knowing. knowing you wouldn't pay attention to what she was saying. Right. She knows me better than that. Right. She and knows. to do that, she decided to say something that probably explained exactly what it was, but knew you would never pay attention to it. So you, you're a victim. And I see Kenneth Branagh, and I'm like, oh no, it's no. Mm. And what came out of my mouth was, I like him. He's pretty good. And then I thought, Mm. wait, isn't he the guy that makes all that Shakespeare crap? And yes, yes, it is. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's how my weekend started. (laughs) So I had a good weekend. It sounds like it was a blast. Yeah. 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 You want to go? I don't. (laughs) I have no interest in that whatsoever. It's a horror movie. Oh, now it's starting so. to sound interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, you know, can I, on the horror movie thing? Yeah. You watched, you said you watched some football this weekend. You yes, I did. Watch some of the Chiefs uh, Jaguars game. Is that what you did at some well, point? Well, 
No, but my son talked to me about it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. you didn't actually watch any of no, it. No, but I listened to my son. Or you listened to your son. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these, I don't know. I have kids right in that age of like, you know, they don't watch. I don't have them watching all sorts of, you know, horror movies or, you know, like I'm keeping them pretty much away from that. And people say, hey, you're keeping your kid in a bubble. I'm like, have yes. you looked at this world? Yes. Yeah, I want the bubble to be thicker. Yeah. That's what I want. It's not a bubble. It's more of an actual wall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I build the wall. I'm doing it in my life as, Good. as long as possible. Smart. Because my belief is, and I could be wrong on this, but I remember growing up. And as you get older, you have plenty of time to do all the really bad things that the world offers. Oh, no, there's nobody there to nag you to stop you. No. No. You could do whatever you want. No. So he's going to have plenty of time. My daughter's going to have plenty of time to do all the terrible yep. things this yep. world offers. Right. But for right now, I'd like to keep them away from that. Hmm. And like, they're still young enough in which like, they're watching a horror movie. They could get scared at it. Oh, right? sure. You know, like, that's, sure. I don't know what time that expires. They're 24 and 21. <laughs> <Are they>? uh... <laughs> But, like, seriously, like, I don't know. I remember moments from my childhood seeing, like, moments from, like, a Stephen King movie. Oh, yeah. And being yeah. terrified for weeks, oh, right? Like, Oh, I know what you're going to talk about. You do? Yes. Because I watched the Cowboys game. Yeah. Right? Right. They are running an advertisement for some Exorcist sequel. Yeah. In the that middle of these games. scary that as looks heck. terrifying. Yeah. And, like... I- as a dad, who know who's going to be the guy getting up in the middle of the night if my kids are terrified right. by this? Can right. you stop? Can you make it? I don't know, eighty percent less terrifying. <laughs> There's just like a the faces like the. Oh my gosh! I saw, saw it. I saw it. I saw it like every commercial yeah. break. Yeah. And I'm watching. And I'm like, what? What is happening? What is happening? I thought at first because I was only half watching. I thought this is a this got to be a parody. Of something, you know, it's got to be, you know, because you see Exorcist. It's such a, it's been done so many times. Right. You feel like, you know, yeah. like, no, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. I, like, what, I what? remember the Exorcist. I, I remember I did. I never saw it. Uh, I, you know, after I, you know, after I moved out of my parents' house, right, of course, then you I, saw you know, it. Of I course. saw a little bit of it, yeah. but I could only, I've never watched the whole thing. I watched like 15 minutes of it. I'm like, I gotta watch this movie. Uh, my sister went, she snuck out of the house. She was 16, mm. you know, she snuck out and her friends because this is at the time when everybody was like vomiting in the theaters and everything else. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so she's like, I gotta see this. So then she comes at night and she's too afraid to sleep in her own bed. So she, I had bunk bed. She sleeps in the bottom bunk for like a month and every <laughs> night she tells me about it. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm like seven. Oh, mom, I'm afraid. What are you afraid of? Demons. Why are you afraid of demons? Not because Kaluta went to the exorcist and told me all about it. <laughs> You're a good brother, I could see. But really, like. Oh, uh, it's terrifying. Especially because we live in a world in which basically the only thing you can safely allow your kids to watch are sports. Like everything else is terrible. The Disney Channel has become terrible, terrible, right? For your kids. Yeah. So you could put them in front of sports mostly, and most of the time it's okay. And then, but then occasionally there'll be a commercial in which the devil's hand comes out of the screen and grasps their throat. (laughs) Like, that's all. And it's like, can you, I don't know. Can we have, uh, there used to be. A, an unwritten rule. First, I think it was a written rule. Then it was an unwritten rule. The family hour. Yeah. When the family is watching something together, can we make it something <laughs> the family can watch together? 
Yeah, I, now I get it. If you're up in the fourth quarter and it's 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday night game or a Monday night game, I, you know, I understand you might have different rules there. But like the NFL, how much money do they make? How, I mean, billions and billions and billions of dollars. The networks, all of the top rated shows for the entire year are NFL games. Do you expect you, us? <laughs> do you expect us to turn down money? Yes. Just because it's the no, devil. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even asking you to have a standard. I'm, I'm willing saying. to pay what my dollars aren't good enough for you. <laughs> Just take the money from somebody else. Take it from some other oh, evil court. Put cigarettes back on television, oh, okay. please. So you're so much better than I am. <laughs> Wait, do you even have a Satan button over there? Don't you? No. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, right. So that's all we're asking. Uh, you just don't scare the crap out of the children. Please. And me, quite honestly, and me. I saw that. I can see that face in my in my head right now. I don't want to see that face. Mm-mm. Don't want to see that face. Oh, my gosh. Sarah, look. Think of that face. Now look at Stu. Oh, my gosh. Very similar. Very similar. And may I just say. Yes. You should brush your teeth occasionally. Occasionally. Well, <laughs> I think that big fluoride, it's already in the water. Toothbrushes are evil. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me. Uh, what does this? What does Satan say when it's something is really, really bad? He wouldn't say it was evil. That's. Toothbrushes are too good. I don't know. All right, let me tell you about uh, real estate agents I trust. In almost all cases, the secret to success in buying and selling a home is having the right real estate agent. Now, it's not just as simple as, hey, I know a good real estate agent. It's my cousin. No, I don't think so. You need somebody who can really get the job done, who takes the job seriously. No, he takes it seriously. He shows up. Uh, uh, on time almost every day. Uh, go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. You're going to be working with the best real estate agents in the business. People who sometimes literally work around the clock to get you into a home. Get your home sold. Get your new home. Have somebody who actually listens to you, knows the best business practices, and executes on them every day. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, I just think... You know, if you want to stay warm in the winter, wear a sweater. Uh, Don't turn up the heat. Uh, You know, gas prices are a problem. Food prices, you know, kind of a stagflation kind of thing. And lo and behold, the Americans are just coming down the steps now after being freed from being hostages in Iran. Well, I think the play here is complete, gang. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we've... uh, Oh, this is the first half. Oh, that doesn't... That doesn't sound good. Well, the end of the first act, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, end with the hostages coming down from Iran. So I guess the rest of it is all going to be new and a shocking, shocking surprise. Mm -hmm. 
but I'm I'm glad to see that we paid six six billion dollars uh, and and got five hostages. Isn't uh, it a little bit unfair to these countries that we don't publish a rate sheet, or we just say, hey, if you just kidnap this many Americans and we'll give well, you this much say, money? Well, someone say someone say paying for hostages, uh, you know. Paying uh, uh, terrorists is a bad thing. Some would say that. Negotiating okay. with a terrorist. I, I, I've seen a few documentary films like that. I, doesn't, I don't understand what you mean. Okay. Um, why would that be bad? I mean, it's... It, look, You'd like I, to publish the like a price list, like right, a menu. Like a, yeah, like a nice little pricing menu where mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, kidnap three, get a deal get one free. of some sort. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah we, but the, the other thing is we have to like lower the amount they get for each terrorist so we don't incentivize it. So sure. Each, for each uh, each person they kidnap, oh. we give a little bit less money. Okay, but you have to keep, you know, so you kidnap 100, you have to keep the price above the price of a bullet mm-hmm. uh, and just below the price of what the, you know, what they have to pay for in food to keep them all alive. There's a sweet spot. There, there is somewhere. a sweet spot. We'll work on that. We'll have the Biden administration. The Glenn Beck Program. How are your dogs still? Good. They're doing well. President Miles passed away. Yeah, no, well, he's not doing well. Well, well, I mean, he passed away. Glenn, I don't he's know, probably doing better for, than we are right now. Really, thank you for bringing that up. That yeah. memory uh, of four miles <laughs> passing away, sadly, yeah. months ago. Yeah, love that. I love that dog. Every once in a while, like what, an awesome listener to this show, by the way, sent us like towels, like and hand towels and stuff with Miles' picture oh, on it. Oh, how like, cool! That like represent every. Uh, every holiday. God, would you shut up? It's I have awesome. to do a commercial here about dog food. Oh, That's I, all I want. Sorry, I like our listeners. It. My bad. Uh, if you'd like to uh, have your dogs live a happier and healthy, healthier life, I think you think the same thing I think about Uno. Uh, President Miles had a much healthier life oh, and yeah. a longer life, I think. I don't have anything to prove that. Um, but this stuff is so good for your dog. You will, you will see them change. Uh, new life to them roughgreens.com slash beck uh, it's vitamins minerals everything your dog needs roughgreens.com slash beck or call 833-GLEN-33 they're doing their best to take out Russell Brand now. We'll tell you about that coming up. Also, the city of Highland Park, uh, they were they were going to hold a poverty simul- simulation event where uh, you know, a bunch of woke rich people could pretend to be poor for two and a half hours. Uh, and it was being held. I just want to say, I mean, you're going to feel poor just me saying this, but it was being held at the uh, Highland Park Country Club right there on Park Avenue. Uh, and uh, they, they decided not to hold it, not to hold it. Uh, I guess, I don't know, I don't, I don't know why. But I wish they would have learned. We have some of the uh, things I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Stu to 
try to understand poverty a little bit. Uh, we'll we'll go through that here in just a second. Stand by. Special deals coming from my pillow. You've heard me talk about the my slippers, which I love. The Giza Dream sheets, I love. My pillow 2.0, great. I love it. I sleep with it every night. Mike Lindell would like to give back to you, and their latest is on the Percal bed sheets. Don't you love Percal? Tell me all you know about Percal bed sheets, Stu. Percal, it's oh well, I know um, you know a lot about them. Yeah, you know, there's there's sheets. Uh, there's they're sheets. They go on your they're, bed. They're, yeah, they go on your bed. Um, but it's the percal that makes them so special, don't you? Think? That's what I've always believed. Are I you saying believe I'm that wrong too? On that? No, no, okay. no, not me. Okay, you know I, we're probably talking over the heads of some people when we say <laughs> percal bed sheets. You know, they're like, yeah. what the hell is a percal? Right. Some of those but, people will say that. Yeah, some people, <laughs> some people will, but not a. Not us. We're interested in the queen size sheets. Re- regularly, they retail for ninety dollars. How much you pay for your percal sheets? Uh, well, remember we're talking percal. Fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand yeah. dollars. They're they're amazing sheets. Anyway, they're available now for just thirty five dollars. Wow, I overpaid. Uh, so you, significantly. Did. you did. You significantly. You did. It's a great sale. Not going to last long. So I know Stu and I are racing to the phone right now for our percal sheets. Mm-hmm. Uh, as low as $25 for a twin set, $35 for a queen set. Right now, just call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. At some place in America, there is a woman listening to us, rolling her eyes and going, Oh my gosh, Percal, hello! And we're with you. We are with you. I'm screaming at the radio myself right now. Do it now. MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Use the promo code PAC 800-966-3117. So I heard a song this weekend. Heard a song this weekend. And Cardi uh, B or... No, 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 no. I heard a song and I'm going to play a little bit of it. Uh, and shockingly, it has nothing to bleep out. Uh, and it doesn't revolve around anybody's butt. Which I think... I think it is a prerequisite. You have to use the B word and also something has to be happening to somebody's butt in uh, in all that, pop music. Now. That does seem to be the rule. Now, I, I assume that was Biden legislation. I, I'm I didn't not know. sure. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But it's pretty universal. Uh, so I got to take you back. It's a really old timey song. Uh, doesn't have anything to do with anybody's butt. Um, but I heard this and. I thought to myself, wow, we really have no idea. We have absolutely no idea what suffering is. We have no idea uh, what the world has gone through before. We're all like, yeah, we should go to war with Russia or Putin. No, we shouldn't go to war with Putin. That'd be bad. Nuclear bombs. Nuclear bombs is not as bad as global warming. <laughs> and somehow I think we're missing the point. Mm. Let me play uh, something. This is from London. This is a woman named Vera Lynn. Go ahead and play this. This is Listen to the lyrics. See if you can relate. Because... Uh, I don't think we can. Okay, all right. Can we just stop there? 
Have you ever thought to yourself, man, when the lights go on again all over the world, it's going to be fantastic. I've never had that thought. Um, used to? No, I no. kind of take the lighting, lighting. for granted. Yeah, at this I point. do. I do. I do. I do. I mean, you know, hey, when the power comes on again, I'll be pissed uh, and uh, it'll be great and everything. But I'm suing somebody because my power went out. I, you know, I can relate thought. to that one, mm-hmm. but not when the lights come back on again all over the world. But listen, there's more. The boys are home again, all over the world. And the boys are home again all over the world. You know, you might think, well, it's World War II. This is a sweetheart singing about, you know, her sweetheart going on. No, no. She said boys. Uh, So that would include that sweetheart, but it would also include your husband, your son, um your grandson you know pretty much everybody's boy and when everybody's boy comes back those who can gee won't it be sweet and rain or snow is all that may fall from the skies above okay i just like to point out when Rain or snow is the only thing that falls from the skies above. Now, I don't know if I need you to draw a picture, but I don't often think that could be a bomb. I don't often fear the sound of airplanes. Um, You know, it's weird. I've never seen an airplane fall out of the sky either because it's been shot at. So, huh. I don't think we can relate to when rain and snow are the only things that fall from the sky above. That lyric is a little problematic as well. Our kiss won't mean goodbye. A kiss doesn't mean goodbye, but hello, love. Will sail again. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, can I just point out here when the ships sail again? So there's no cruise lines. Sorry, no cruise lines. Um, but there's not stuff going back and forth um, really for you at the store because uh, can't get them can't get them across the sea because there's bombings going on, submarines blowing up ships uh, to make people starve. Uh, hmm. So it's kind of like COVID, but it goes on and on and on and on and much worse. Okay. So you got that? So the ships. Well, the Amazon delivery boxes keep coming. Oh, of course they do. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course they do. Then we'll have time for things like wedding rings and three hearts will sing when the light. I listened to this this weekend and I thought, my, my, uh, we should talk about World War. 
a, a little bit more, <laughs> uh, just a little bit more. Maybe our, maybe our, you know, conversation about a world war should be, I don't know, a little more front and center and say, mm, I think we should talk about this. Now, I don't want to, I don't want to get all preachy uh, at all, but I'd like the lights to not have to come on again all over the world. I, I, I think they'd be great if they could stay on, mm. you know, not all the time. I don't want to waste energy, but I think it would be good. I think it would be good. I think it would be good. Garage door openers. That'd be good. Refrigeration. That'd be good. You know, they talk about garage door openers later in the song. Yeah, when the garage opens itself <laughs> all over the world. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is a beautiful song. Yeah, yeah no, I don't think we're we're ready for that. And uh, <laughs> I will say, especially after watching, you know, COVID, where we had some inconveniences occasionally, um, you didn't see people react all that well to them. I, I no, it, it 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 tended to go badly. Yeah, um, it did. It but did. it it. But but remember, your family members weren't missing. So like all of your, they were all, you know, yeah, your sons, your brothers, you know. I mean, some you know, sadly, some grandparents were not were not around. Yeah, uh, yeah but it yeah, was uh, it yeah. wasn't like the old days. Yeah, and you weren't in a factory doing things you've never done. Um, you know, standing in line, you know, for food, mm. uh, and, and you're in the factory making things to protect your son, your, uh, your father, your brother, you know. Yeah. But I mean, they, like, for example, I, I don't know that much about this time in history, but like, did they, I mean, DoorDash still came in World War II. Oh, of course. DoorDash Uber was there. Yeah. Was still there. Yeah, Uber Eats. This is before Uber Eats, but DoorDash was okay. definitely DoorDash around. was there. Yeah. They so, could have okay. that. You know, sure. So like, you know, they didn't have. They didn't have the type of, they didn't have to deal with the hardships we had to deal with, I guess, is what I'm trying to right. say. They, we had much more extravagant problems uh, than they did. Uh, yeah. But there you know, were some problems in that era, too, I guess. Is what I don't know if you remember. I don't <laughs> know if you remember. Do, do you have, did your grandparents go through World War II uh, and the Depression? Yeah, I guess, yeah. You guess? Mm-hmm. God damn it. He's a Canadian spy. No, no, nobody. Well, okay, I mean, when, how do you mean you guess? I, mean, I hadn't done the math on it per se, but I... Okay, well, they didn't go through it then. If your I mean, grandparents... Yes, they did. Yes, they, they must have. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they did. No. Sarah, <laughs> did your grandparents go through it? Did your grandparents go through it? They absolutely did. Yeah. I mean, I and, think and, no, 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 wait, wait, no, 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 excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me, Mr. Spy. <laughs> Uh, when, uh, how, how do you know that, Sarah? We were not allowed to waste anything. Yes. Mm. Nothing yes. ever was a waste. Correct. Did you have to recycle Christmas paper? Everything. Yeah. Even the tissue. Even the tissue. Foil. Yep. Foil was Foil. cleaned off yep. afterwards and folded back and put in the drawer. Oh. Your grandparents might have been in Germany. Okay? <laughs> I, they Glenn, I, do you really want to make that argument? <laughs> not with the uh, name as, back. As with the name I think back. we move I, on. Okay. We're talking about your grandparents. Because my grandparents were not in Germany. How about yours? No, my grandparents were not either. Great. N no. My, maybe, great, great. Maybe. Lots of your uncles and stuff were. <laughs> they were all over there in fancy uniforms. I wouldn't but, look uh, it up. I just wouldn't look it up. <laughs> no, um, I, I think um, uh, I, I do. 
I, I do now that you say that do remember some of that. Now, remember, I had I did, of course, my grand, grandparents uh, were great, but one set of grandparents lived somewhat far away. So the only time I really got to see them was around holidays and like really nice times where we were very much spoiled. So waste was not something necessarily that they were highly focused on at that point. But my uh, my grandmother was very much uh, I do remember her doing a lot of this stuff. She was very focused on that. She was very frugal. Uh, very um, mm-hmm. protective of of the the leftovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember that. I, yeah, I don't. You know, she didn't constantly talk to me about human strife. So maybe uh, <laughs> neither did you know, ours. That wasn't the way she framed neither it. Neither did ours. But um, growing up, we learned the lesson. And tell me if it wasn't the same with you, Sarah. We learned the lesson. You don't know it could happen again, mm. right? And didn't they say those very words to you? Yep. Yeah. You don't know what it was like and it can happen again Mm -hmm. grandma grandpa it's not going to happen that's what they said before oh my gosh you would just they would it would spiral out of control and only on on food and 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 waste they were just so drilled down on you have no idea when you have to scrimp and save what that's like and you know, I, I remember when I moved out on my own the first time and I had nothing. I had a I had a little box, an Apple box with a little teeny black and white TV on it and a mattress on the floor. And my grandmother gave me the lecture of, oh, you think that's not having a lot? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have food? Oh, OK, yeah. Grandma. OK, I got it. I yeah. mean, I think we should I just again, I think we should talk about it because it's funny. You have these conversations about all these high minded principles and ideas, and you realize that I mean, you can look around the world right now. Lots of countries are in the same position that we were in in World War Two or worse. Right. Like where they have no food and people are starving in their communities and diseases yep. wiping mm-hmm. out their societies mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. They don't have a lot of high minded conversations about anything. No, it's strange. It all goes away in those moments. And, you know, you listen to the world today wanting to seemingly risk a world war three type of situation and some people even wanting to risk a civil war situation and any of those people thinking about that really need to think about it maybe more than a tweet you know maybe it's more thought than than twitter can provide i mean 20 seconds here just to say one thing and i want you to just to imagine unless you're driving close your eyes for a second imagine going outside because you hear something and so you're in your building and you're at work and everybody's coming outside or you're at home and you're coming outside and you're looking up and you see ICBMs tracking through the sky, either outgoing or incoming. Mm. That's what we're talking about. When we talk about World War Three, that's what you will see if, God forbid, it goes nuclear. I don't know. I I think now is probably the time to discuss it. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Saving money where you can and not spending it where you don't need to. Hugely important. However, we have debt. A lot of us have debt. We have more than a trillion dollars of personal debt for the very first time in America. Oh, everybody's bank account is flush. They're fine. Really? Because everybody seems to be living on their credit card now because they're out. You have high interest credit card debt. I mean, you could be paying 25%. That is not going to be um, easy to pay off. It's not. And you're paying more and more every month. Listen, I want you to call American Financing. 
They don't charge up front. Uh, they don't have any hidden fees. Uh, if you if you don't qualify, your credit score isn't perfect. They can help you out with that for free. Over 2,000 of uh, our listeners have called just this year to help them save money, and they are uh, saving an average of about $700 a month. Try this. may not be right for you, but you owe it to yourself to call and talk to them and see if they can help you get out of debt. It's American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. 10-second station ID. You know what What strikes me when you talk about the missiles flying is um, <clears throat> yeah. eventually they land. That the flying over the sky part is actually the good part before the landing part, huh. which is then really, really bad. I've got news for you. Mm-hmm. And this is going to make you feel better. Okay. Okay. Because the landing part's bad. Mm-hmm. They never really land. They're usually up about <laughs> 350 <laughs> That's feet. That's a good point. That's yeah. It. And uh, if they're nuclear, they don't necessarily yeah, land. Yeah. They, they just so. wipe out. Um, <laughs> That moment is always the most powerful moment in movies. Like, um, did you see A Quiet Place Part 2? Yes. Which is, I like both of those. I like They're both of them. Really good. Really good. But the first scene there is, they're all at their little league games. They're all living yep. normal lives. And this is the first part that what happens in these movies happens, imagine. right? Can you imagine? And that moment is like what's seared into your mind, particularly from that movie when it was very well done. But it's, that's the scene in every one of these movies when you discover it. Like Independence Day, everything from, from alien attack to nuclear war, those moments set into place years and years and years of horror show. And look, when you're talking about, you know, some of the Civil War stuff is just online idiotic discourse, but it, some of it's psychotic and real. But when you talk about what's going on with Russia, it's at real. any moment that can spiral out of control, that could be a week from now. That is, how, We are sitting here with Joe Biden in control as this is teetering on the brink of whatever it's going to wind up becoming. It's terrifying when you really think about it. That's why I try not to think about it, Glenn. Well, um, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> but you brought up a good point. In mm-hmm. all of the movies, and we say... I mean, haven't you watched the movies? All of the movies do show that. You're a little league or something, and the, yeah. you see that, okay? We've got to disband Little League. Wow, you're right. That's okay? the problem. Yes, the league. missiles are all in those, but little mm. games are always in those, too. You have a full-time supporter from my wife. She will right. be an activist on this, on this case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Trust me. I uh, went out to my, <laughs> my grandson's uh, football and my, my granddaughter's uh, soccer game. Yeah. Oh, it's it's not it's not fall here. It's not fall. I, well, it was, I think it was hot this weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, last weekend I think it was a hundred and eight. You know, and I don't really want to sit in the bleachers at a hundred and eight. I it shows real dedication. You're not a real parent unless you're doing that. That's your real. That's where you hit that dedication point. I will sit out in a hundred eight degrees for four hours to watch my kid bat twice. Yeah. That's when you know you're a real parent. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. yeah. Really is. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, back in just a second with uh, something that is, hey, city grocery stores could be coming to uh, to the food deserts in Chicago. Right? Mm. Right? There's a good idea. City-owned grocery stores. What could possibly go wrong with that? 
coming up. The Glenn Beck Program. You might be asking yourself, what is the next big innovation in cybercrime? The answer, probably artificial intelligence, deep fakes, voice fakes, text fakes. You're already seeing this stuff starting to appear, and I promise you it is only going to get worse and worse and more sophisticated. We are all going to be touched by this. Get some peace of mind with LifeLock. Everything that you have that's online at any time, it's online. Don't wait for somebody to steal your personal identification uh, and your information. Start protecting yourself. One way to do it is with LifeLock. LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Nobody can monitor all transactions at all businesses, but they will help protect what's yours. It's LifeLock by Norton. You know Norton. They're the people, the antivirus people. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with promo code BECK. Promo code BECK. Save 25%. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Or lifelock.com. That's lifelock.com. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Use the promo code BECK. Now's the time to subscribe to Blaze TV. Do it at blazetv.com slash Glenn and save 10 bucks when you use the promo code Glenn. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, We're gonna have to talk about Russell Brand tomorrow. There's something really important happening with Russell Brand uh, that you need to be aware of. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, on tomorrow's uh, program. Stu has been hounding me all day because he says I I have something really important to share, and it's uplifting. Yeah, very uplifting. Okay. Would you like to hear it? Yeah, I'd love to. Oh, hear you've it. been avoiding it all day. I was well. No, concerned. go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it's, uh, it's a great story. A, a woman named Liz. 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 All right. Made her first ever TikTok. Okay. Should we have some like music, some happy music behind this? Uh, I think that would be, I mean, it would certainly capture the, the wonderful story I'm about to tell. All right. The story about Liz. Yeah, here we go. Liz. Right, give it a shot. She made her first. <laughs> no, that's. No, this is not. No, that's. Uh, it's not good music at all for no. the story. This okay. is Liz. All right. Anyway, go made ahead. Her first ever. No, it's kind of nice. Okay, yeah, sure. Liz, okay. So good. a woman named Liz made mm-hmm. her first ever post on TikTok. TikTok. In a powerful way. It is which happy. Is a real sentence in a news story. Yeah, in a very powerful way She on made her first ever post on TikTok in a powerful way. Wow. Huh. Sharing her identity and story and highlighting, Glenn, that there's no wrong time to show up in the world as your fullest, most authentic Self. Wow, I have a feeling mm-hmm. this is not going to be as happy as I was expecting, but maybe but even happier. Maybe even happier. Maybe that's even right. Happier. That's the way to yes. look at this. Okay, yeah. So in her TikTok post, uh-huh. yeah, she yeah. Uh, said her mom told her at 11 years old, yeah, we should probably have the talk. Have the talk. And we all know what that means. The yeah. talk. The, right? the talk. The yeah, talk. Yeah, we're talk about the birds and the bees. And, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, like. Maybe in your weird world, that's what happened. But what, what did in she... Liz's world, it was a little different. It because, was. Uh, Liz was apparently curious. She said, I was so curious. She was bi-curious, maybe even. Yeah, I don't, we didn't get don't to that know. part of the story. Okay. All right. So I was so curious. I was like, 
I just want to know when am I going to get my period? Her mom, she said that to her mom. Right. When am I going to get my boobs? Okay, yeah. When do I get these tampons? Right. She wondered. She wondered. Yeah. And her mom said, well, we have to have a talk. We have to have a talk. You have to understand. Uh-huh. This is when her mom told Liz that she was biologically male. Wait, I don't under... <laughs> I don't... I don't understand. Uh, yeah. Did we? Uh, what do you mean? And then I think that's that same horn and wah, happened. So wait. Right. So <laughs> does she have male parts? Mm, well, that's a great question. It is. Let I'm, me just go on with the story yeah, and okay. not answer it. Liz's mom revealed that she wouldn't be going through puberty, not no. in the way she expected. Right. Liz explained she sat me down at the dining room table, all formal, with a folder of medical information, and says, "You are biologically male." You're not going to get a period. Again, I'm having a little problem. You're you're not going to get a period. You're not going to have kids. You are intersex. Again, not what I was expecting. Mm. Uh, I'm not... Now, poor Liz had a visceral... This is actually the perfect music. It really does go every time. Yes, go ahead. So Liz had a visceral reaction, stating that the wallpaper on the wall started to melt off. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, it would would surprise me. Because I would be expecting, I mean, I wouldn't be, but if mom was like doing this and she brought up metal grime, like, I'm a boy. That's not what mom said. No. It was even more shocking than that. I think. You're intersex. Yeah, and I don't, well, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. What is happening in the story? Okay. I will be honest with you, Glenn, because Maybe. my first thought was, okay, intersex, that's like... Hermaphrodite. What they used to call hermaphrodite, which yes. is now a bad word, apparently, but that... <laughs> <laughs> the horn gets me every time. So, I don't know, like, I, that's what I thought it was, because right. if you read this literally, right. you would say, okay, she, they did, they did not... <laughs> they did not explain to her, like... I don't know what she act like, what things look like, but at some point it's different down there. And her mom, like, I guess, let her believe she was a, going to have all these normal uh, female puberty moments. Mom but, shouldn't have sprung this up. Mom should have eased into this one, beginning right. really. But then early. I don't really understand because she, if she's biologically male. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay so she's biologically male yeah. and she goes and apparently goes through this process so i'm trying to figure out like okay is she like a uh an intersex uh, meaning the old school hermaphrodite both and i don't parts know that of, intersex I, means that now right well i and i so I, I did look it up okay um and so I don't know, because my reading it really when I read the details of it, I think what's happening here is she just thought she was a girl, and her mom sat her down and was like, "Hey, you're a dude," and she's like, "Wait, I'm not gonna get a period, no, because you're a dude." And then the the wallpaper started melting or something. Okay. I don't know. I, so I, it, this is this is not the story you really <laughs> promised. <laughs> you know where the world makes sense. Uh, oh, I is, didn't say that. I definitely okay. didn't say that. I, just said right. it was an I read too far into story. it. Yeah. She's turned okay. this into a wonderful TikTok career, right. which, of okay. course, is how all of these stories right. end. Mm. But intersex, 
is a a naturally occurring variation in humans, and it challenges traditional binary notions of male and female bodies. But listen to this end part. Medical, ethical, and social discussions continue on how to best approach intersex variations with a growing emphasis on human rights and informed consent. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I... Are we getting to this point where, like, just like all these other letters in the LGBTQIA2+, or whatever they are, they're just sort of like states of mental doubting, or maybe on the other hand, certainty that you're something that you're not, right? Like, there's just, we just now have people who say they're non-binary, whatever that means, because they say they're non-binary. That's sort of the definition of non-binary. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Put the music back. Yeah, that's, I, that's true. It works so much better. <laughs> Makes me even kind of happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, she wound up having to take all sorts of hormones uh, to, to sim- as she says, to kind of simulate a... <laughs> <laughs> a normal puberty, whatever that means. Right. She went on estrogen at age 11, and she, but she didn't develop breasts until age 22. <laughs> and she noted, there isn't any scientific explanation as to why things happened the way that they did. Okay. So... I think she's probably wrong about that last <laughs> one. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like to see if... <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta take a break we'll be back in just a second i don't if you're one of the millions of americans who live their lives in frequent and often debilitating pain if so what would you give to be free of it living with pain is a lonely existence believe me i know i told you last week that i am taking piano lessons to learn how to play the piano that's something that i would have never been able to do even five or six years ago because the pain in my hands were so bad. I take relief factor now and I can use my hands. I can play the piano very, very poorly, but I can play the piano. I don't think he's going to get a hang up uh, any of my, uh, any of my piano playing up in any kind of galleries. Mm, prob- probably of, not. No. You stick with the art on that yeah, one. Yeah. Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Call them now. 800 for relief. Get your relief. Get your life back. Relief Factor. 1-800-4-RELIEF. For relief. It's relieffactor.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Well, the city of Highland Park uh, had partnered with the Alliance for Human Services, Family Focus, the Moraine Township, and the Highland Park Community Foundation to host a poverty simulation event. So residents could understand and have awareness of what it's like to live in poverty. Uh, Now, I don't know why they canceled this. I guess they thought it was in poor taste, but I mean... These are people really trying. Participants in this immersive experience will begin to experience what a month in poverty feels like. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and participants will be put into situations in which they don't have enough resources and are forced to make difficult choices that can impact them and their families negatively. Uh, and it was uh, supposed to be held at the Highland Park Country Club. So, um, <clears throat> so I, I want you to wrap. Pretend you're in a country club right now, Stu. Okay, because yeah, sure. I have some of these. They're very difficult situations where you don't have enough resources, um, and you're going to be forced into making dif- difficult decisions. Okay, okay sure. So. Um, here comes problem number one, situation number one. Mm-hmm. Remember, you're poor. Okay. Your stock portfolio is down three and a half percent in just the last six months. Oh, my gosh. You're, don't worry. You're still up over $2 million in unrealized assets, but you've lost 100000 in unrealized profit. What do you do? Do you move your stocks into bonds? Uh or, or do you do you move your bonds and and try to balance it better with some more in healthcare and possibly oil, or do you say just what the heck I'm going to let it ride? Well, I mean it's really hard to relate to a situation like this. Yeah, you're on the clock. <laughs> um, I think in this particular now I'm thinking as a poor person. You're thinking as a poor person who's a rich person thinking as a poor person. Who's a, yes. Okay. So it's I was happening to you, Stu. I would um, probably, as a poor person, I would probably sell so some to. You are out of time. Ah, and uh, see, it's almost an impossible situation. Okay. This is next. why you don't want to be in this situation. I have a. I have a. The, the next one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're in the market for a new car. Right now, it's a it's a Range Rover in the autobiography. And I don't want you to freak out by that, but that's because you're just buying that one for the nanny. <laughs> so it doesn't have to be, you know, oh, okay. it's just a car. It, it can okay. just, yeah, whatever. For um, but you have found out mm-hmm. that uh, the average the average service cost is higher than other cars in its league. Okay. Okay. So do you go with the Bentley Bottega? Mm-hmm. Or do you say what the hell? Just it's the nanny. She's worth it, damn it! And uh, go with those higher service costs. <laughs> so the Bentley is not. Wor- you uh, could get the Bentley. You right. could. Could I get? It's like more something expensive. And remember, you're for the nanny, poor. Oh, I'm a poor. So I care no, about the, the nanny in this situation. Well, no, you care. Maybe you're probably having an affair with the nanny. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. That's interesting information. Right. So you're carting around potentially your kin um okay and, and think man the right. bentley is more expensive right. but they kind of equal out when the prices I are i think that's oh, true we are we're all out of time i haven't man. done the math on that but these, i don't think the these, range rover and the service cost equals a bentley uh these are really this is a tough I don't know how. I just they, can't, you know what what hits me as you're telling me this stuff, Clay. Yeah. How do people live? How like do this? people live like this? You haven't even gotten to the tough one yet. Okay. Okay. This is a tough one. You're in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now yeah. remember, you're poor. Right. And the grocery stores. I mean, it still. Why, has, wait. Why would I be in the? Gro- oh yeah, I'm poor. I'm not. Yeah, you're. Because I would never yeah. obviously. Step I know. I know. I know. Now. But imagine. Right. I'm okay. just asking. Yeah, okay. Don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want to trigger you. You're not actually in the store. Just right. imagine that Got you it. are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now it's not closed and everything's on the shelf. Okay. 
um, but your regular butcher behind the counter, the meat counter, mm-hmm. he's not there. And he always slices your carpaccio <laughs> very, very thin. Right. He's got it right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you were surprised when this uh, first happened because he's an immigrant and you're like, what do they know? Right. But it, you found out later his name is Emilio. He's from the old country. Of course, he has carpaccio. Mm-hmm. So now he, uh, he's not there. Okay. So uh, do you allow somebody named uh, Derek, Ooh. not Derek, not like Derek, like you, Derek, mm-hmm. do you, you don't know what dog country he's from. <laughs> do you? Do you allow him to cut your carpaccio? Oh, wow. Yeah. Or do you go without? The other or do you choice. go without? I go without carpaccio? Yeah, you go without carpaccio. I mean, I think I would allow him to, to, to slice it, but then berate him endlessly until he eventually got it right. And and cut it to my needs. Wow! Wow! He's got congratulations. See, I, think right. I think you. I'm a real poor wow. person now. <laughs> you see what they go through? Do you see what this they go is, through? This is illuminating. Yeah. You know. I mm-hmm. hope they get their arugula. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope eventually. Yeah. We can the get store to was not out. I, what I should have said that. Don't imagine the store. I did say it's fully stocked. Right. And I, okay. Mm-hmm. It's not. I, but closed, I don't know what's in but, uh, poor person stores like do they have all food and like how do they do how do they do things it's very gray okay i think I everything is in understand. a gray box <laughs> it just it's like it's so hard to relate. poor crackers right right yeah <laughs> you know? that's what i i yeah. picture poor people bread poor people it bread. says that yeah and yeah. uh and luckily uh almost expired meat it says that on, <laughs> on the meat counter right above right it's the stuff that comes yeah. out of the, the the catering services that would but you know yeah sh- stuff that we wouldn't eat here in the country club, right you know in the in the in the wonderful country club right. members of right mm-hmm. yeah so okay that's i think i learned something today i don't know, I know. why they canceled this uh this simulation <laughs> and i'm glad we can you know I didn't want to just do this with Stu. Hmm. I hope you learned a lot today, too, on simulating what it feels to be poor. Um, you know, because you can't relate to it. You can't relate yeah. to it. Unless you have a group of rich people with their NGO. I wouldn't call them friends, cool. but people they have around them. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, look as good as they usually are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but they don't actually spend time talking to them. Well, coming in and doing an event like this. I often think, you know, like no one buys the entry level Lexus. And then you realize they're making them for a reason. Someone, Someone is buying is them. buying See, an I often entry think to level myself, Lexus. They're making Lexus. Who's buying them? Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, but th- this is the reality of the world. Even fully loaded. You know what I'm saying? The Glenn Beck Program. <laughs>